Biden's airstrikes, vaccine priorities, and an intervention from the Queen. This is your TLDR News Daily Briefing for Friday the 26th of February. Before we start, we'd just like to point out that this is the 150th episode of the Daily Briefing. We'd like to say a huge thank you to all of you who regularly watch, listen, comment, like, subscribe, and read the briefing. And it's only because of you that we've been able to grow and maintain this series. Anyway, in the first story of the Daily Briefing today, we go to Syria to discuss an American airstrike. In Biden's first military action since taking office in January, the new president ordered an airstrike against Iranian-backed groups operating in Syria. This strike comes on the heels of a number of attacks aimed at US facilities in the region, attacks claimed by Shia militia groups, with these including a rocket attack last week that killed a civilian contractor and injured several more people. Speaking about the US airstrike, John Kirby, the Pentagon's press secretary, remarked that the president's retaliation had been appropriate. He went on to explain that at President Biden's direction, US military forces earlier this evening conducted airstrikes against infrastructure utilized by Iranian-backed militant groups in eastern Syria. The president and others in his administration are clearly hoping that this decisive action will put an end to such attacks, with Kirby also commenting, This operation sends an unambiguous message. President Biden will act to protect American and coalition personnel. By the way, that story was taken from today's morning briefing. For those of you who don't know, The Morning Briefing is a newsletter I send out every weekday morning, sharing the biggest and most interesting stories you need to know about. This means I recommend a bunch of articles that I've really enjoyed over the previous 24 hours, but I also write custom summaries of each of the main news events, meaning that you get even more TLDR in your life. These stories aren't normally included anywhere else, so if you want to get all of the updates, then sign up for the morning briefing. If you want to get the newsletter every day, that'll cost you £4 a month, but you can also sign up for the free tier, and then you'll get the briefings only on Fridays. If you're interested in either option, then the link's in the description, and it's a really good way to support the daily briefing, as profits from the morning briefing will help support this series, which at the moment is losing a fair bit of money. For the second story today, we come back to the UK to discuss vaccine priorities. While we try to aim to be impartial here at TLDR News, on occasion it's hard to present an alternative to the assertion that the government has been successful in something. Of course, it's important to hold the government to account when they've been unsuccessful, which we do, but it's also important to recognise when they do something well, in this case, the vaccine rollout. While we can debate exactly how much praise should be given to the government compared to NHS workers, local authorities and healthcare officials, it's hard to dispute that the vaccine rollout has been a success. The UK has already given a first dose of the vaccine to 15 million of the most vulnerable people. And in total, about 35% of over-18s in the UK have received their first dose. As such, we're rocketing through the top priority groups, and the Joint Committee on Vaccination and Immunisation have drawn up the next priority rankings. Some have speculated that essential workers will be next on the list, or perhaps those from BAME backgrounds. Teachers have also been touted as being next on the priority list. However, this has not ended up coming to fruition, and the list simply continues going through age groups, with 40-49 to 49 year olds being the next group to be offered vaccines, following the over 50s and vulnerable groups, then 30-39 to 39 year olds, and finally 18-29 to 29 year olds. 
Justifying the move, Professor Anthony Harden, deputy chair of the JCVI COVID-19 vaccine subcommittee, wrote that focusing on occupational grounds would be more complex, risking slower vaccine delivery to the population as a whole and leaving some higher risk individuals unvaccinated for longer. Let's just hope that they're successful and we're able to get through the priority groups as quickly as possible. In the last story of the Daily Briefing today, we stay in the UK to discuss the Queen's comments on the vaccine. In a rare intervention, Her Majesty has said that people who refuse the vaccine ought to think about other people rather than themselves. She added that the vaccination itself was very quick and didn't hurt at all. As we alluded to in the second story, there has been some reluctance in certain communities about taking the vaccine. According to royal sources, this intervention comes on the back of Her Majesty's passionate belief that everyone should be vaccinated. This should come as little surprise though, as in 1957, she made it known to the public that both Prince Charles and Princess Anne had been given the polio vaccine, in an attempt to assuage public concern at the time. It should also be noted here that the Queen, alongside Prince Philip, received their coronavirus vaccine a few weeks ago. For those of you who think the news is too long, be sure to check out tomorrow's daily briefing. Read the newsletter by signing up at tldrnews.co.uk forward slash daily. Listen to the briefing by searching for TLDR News in your podcast app or watch the briefing over at youtube.com forward slash TLDR daily.